0: Well, good morning. I hope you're uh, ushering in a great new year. I hope you're setting goals. I hope you've been praying. Hope you've been spending time with God because it is a great new year, 2020, 2020. And God always has good things in store for his people. Now, this morning, I am reading out of Hosea. First, I'm going to read out of Hosea chapter four, Hosea chapter four. And I want you to remember something before I read this. God often has to purify our hearts. Purify our hearts. Sometimes there's things we can't even see and we don't even realize. There's always always obvious things that we should repent of, but sometimes there's things we don't realize and God has to purge things. When God's trying to reshape things, he's trying to move things around and align them with his kingdom, right? Straighten a crooked path. Obviously, he has to remove things and change things and rebuild the foundation on Jesus Christ. And to do that, to make the path straight He has to change things in us. He has to purify us on the inside. Now, this is Hosea. I'm going to start reading in verse 7. This is what it says. The more the priest increased, the more they sinned against me. They exchanged their glory for something disgraceful. They feed on the sins of my people and relish their wickedness. And it will be like people, like priests. I will punish both of them for their ways and repay them for their deeds. They will eat, but not have enough. They will engage in prostitution, but will not increase. Because they have deserted the Lord to give themselves to prostitution, to old wine and new, which take away the understanding of my people. They consult a wooden idol and are answered by a stick of wood. A spirit of prostitution leads them astray. They are unfaithful to their God. So God's making some charges against his people and against his priests. A spirit of prostitution leads them astray. Many times our hearts are practicing idolatry because our hearts are divided. They are unfaithful to their God. Many times we're unfaithful to God because we put other things in front of him. Sometimes it's selfishness. Sometimes it's pride or arrogance. Sometimes it's materialism and money, status, other people can be many things and God often has to purify our hearts where we are totally faithful to him and not practicing spiritual adultery you find this often in the bible with idolatry the problem is the heart and God has to purify our hearts so they are totally for him Not for our own selfish desires or needs or wants, but for him. He reigns on high, not us. He is in charge, not us. So often he has to purify our hearts and get rid of all the junk we've allowed in there. You may remember from Deuteronomy 13. Deuteronomy 13. Talking about worshiping other gods. This is what it says. If a prophet and one who foretells by dreams appears among you and announces to you a miraculous sign or wonder, and if the sign or wonder of which he has spoken takes place and he says, let us follow other gods, gods you have not known, and let us worship them, you must not listen to the words of that prophet or dreamer. The Lord your God is testing you to find out whether you love him with all your heart and with all your soul. It is the Lord your God you must follow and him you must revere. Keep his commands and obey him. Serve him and hold fast to him. That prophet or dreamer must be put to death because he preached rebellion against the Lord your God who you brought out, who brought you out of Egypt and redeemed you from the land of slavery. He has tried to turn you away from the way of the Lord your God commanded you to follow. You must purge the evil from among you. God specifically warns against a prophet, right? Or we could say against any person in a modern context who is telling you things, trying to draw you away from God. It says, do not listen to them. The Lord your God is testing you. Testing you. To find out whether you love him with all your heart. See, God purifies He'll send us tests. He'll send us people. He'll send us circumstances to see where our hearts are. And he does these things to test us and to purify us. See, he needs us to get rid of all the junk. There's many people today who have something to say. And that's okay. That's okay. But now everyone who has something to say has something good to say. Not everyone who has something to say is actually helpful. Not everyone who has something to say is for us or we should be even listening to. We first, we first go to God and His Word and we listen to Him, what He has to say. We need to purify our hearts. Purify our hearts. And as we pray, God will clean all that junk out of our hearts, all that selfishness, out of our, all that materialism, all those things we worship every day without honestly even realizing it. If there's anything you put before the Lord God Almighty, it is an idol. There's many of us in our land today who want God to clean up our mess. Mess we created, right? Yet we hold all these idols. We put all these things before God. We come up with all these other answers to the problem. When there's one answer, the Lord Jesus Christ who reigns on high He is the answer when we build our foundation upon him. When we are pure in heart about him and his ways. That he is the answer when we build the foundation on Jesus Christ. Then everything falls into place. There's many things in our culture that are crooked that God needs to straighten. And he will do that as his people. His people. Come back to Him with pure hearts, shucking off their idolatry. You want to see God move? The first thing you have to do is repent. Get rid of all your idols. And trust me, sometimes we got to pray. We have to pray to get rid of all the junk allowing the holy spirit to move in us and purify our hearts sometimes we think everything else is the answer influencers important people you know people that have money politics government entertainment whatever it is everything else is the answer but god almighty and that is not biblical thinking that is not biblical thinking Jesus is the answer, always. The problem is we add a lot of things to him. As Christians, we add a bunch of stuff to him. So I'm telling you, I'm telling you today, there is gross sin and idolatry in this nation and in our hearts. And God wants to deal with that. And he will. He will. It's not like it has to stay that way. Absolutely not. We just have to change. We have to change. A lot of times, we want to give just a little bit to God and expect Him to do a whole bunch. Now, the truth of the matter, He does it all anyway. But many times, God just needs us to commit everything to Him. Do you think when, um, you remember the story in Daniel of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do you think when they were standing before the king, they were just giving God a little bit? Uh, just a little bit. We're going to give God just a little bit. Then we'll give the king the rest. No, they didn't do that. They stood before a king who was about to murder them. And they told him the truth. They told him to the truth to his face, which angered him, Right? See, that's the kind of commitment we need. How many Christians have that kind of commitment? they are going to say, you can do whatever you want. This is what we're going to do. We're going to worship the God on high. We're going to worship the Lord Jesus Christ. We're not going to bow down to your idolatry. See, God needs those kinds of people because that's actually what it means to be a Christian. We've forgotten what that means. It doesn't mean Jesus and a bunch of other stuff. The whole of the biblical record is about the Lord Jesus Christ, who lived and died and has redeemed us, and who now is at the right hand of the Father and reigns on high. Friend, there is no other answer but Him. Only Him, only He can straighten out our mess. Nobody else can. And trust me, friend, he does have expect. We're his kids. He does have expectations of us. We do have to shuck off things that aren't supposed to be there. Idolatry and ugliness and selfishness. All these things, right? None is perfect. But we need to get it together and realize for God to straighten out our mess, he's got to straighten us out on the inside. Remember when I was reading in Hosea talking about the prostitution? Okay, many times it talks about idolatry and prostitution and those kinds of things. God's really talking about all those those you know those things can be literal, physical. God's really talking about the heart, the heart, spiritual adult, adultery. When we've gone away from God, or we're trying to serve as the Israelites did, we're trying to serve other gods and God, right? Isn't that what King Ahab tried to do? Oh, I'm going to serve God and all these other gods, right? That's a divided heart. God commands and demands a pure heart. That's not perfectionism. It's just a pure heart after God striving toward him. He comes first before everything else. And we don't put anything in front of him. I am often amazed, I'm amazed at what the Bible has to say, amazed. God wants to deal with our stuff, but are we willing? Are we really willing? You know, we want things to be different sometimes, especially in the nation at large and we look at the (laughs) ugliness of the culture and the wickedness, the lies and the deceit, abortion, homosexuality, gender confusion, all these horrible things, right? We want it to be cleaned up, but we're not willing to change. Christian, this is not a day to be wishy-washy. This is not a day to be think. well, you know, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll have a little bit of God, maybe not. Or more likely, I- I'll have God on Sunday, but not during the week. Either God is first or he's not. Okay? There's not an in-between with God. Either he's first or he's not. We don't worship idols and God. It doesn't work that way. Read the Bible. Read what it says in the Old Testament. When the Israelites did that, what God did. What his response to that is. See, we've practiced spiritual adultery with God. We put other things in either in front of him or alongside him and thought that was okay. Wrong. Wrong. And Daniel and the fiery furnace, is that what they did? They said, God and? God maybe? No. They told the king, this is what we're going to do. Period. Period. We're going to serve the Lord God Almighty. Period. And when Christians wake up and start doing that, guess what? The culture changes. When Christians start waking up and actually being Christians, putting God first, the culture changes. You want to change your world? Wake up and be a Christian. What it actually means to put God first. Shucking off all all idolatry of the culture. We want things to change, but we're not willing to change. Well, guess what? God has the answer. He's got it right here in his word. He's already told us what to do. He's already warned us that people are going to try to pull us away from him. And he tells us exactly what to do about it. It is a day and a time to pray. It is a day and a time to focus on God and his word. I'm telling you, no matter what you're going through, not what you're experiencing, God has the answer. But we, as Christians, have to be willing to repent and turn toward Him and put Him first. Period. Not first and. Or maybe. First. Period. We have to be willing. Willing. Like, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Are you that willing? Are you that brave? If you're facing a circumstance, you know, in life, at work, wherever it is, like that, where you have to make a choice that may severely harm you, what choice are you gonna make? You gonna put God first? I've been there, friend. I know. Are you willing to suffer in putting God first? Are you willing to give it all? Honestly, most people aren't. But you know, that's what it means to be a Christian. If we're going to be called Christ Christian, called by his name. It means to put him first, irregardless of the circumstances, irregardless of the results, irregardless of hap of what happens. It is not about put God first when things are good or so things will be good. It's about putting him first, irregardless. I'm pretty sure his sacrifice on the cross is worth that. I'm pretty sure he has redeemed us to himself. I'm pretty sure. His sacrifice is worth his putting him first. We have many, many things going on in this nation and probably in your city and where you live and in your life. Friend, focus on God. Put him first. Repent before God of all the idols in your life. I don't know what those are. I can see just see the culture at large and I know my own life and the things I have to deal with. You take that to the Holy Spirit. You take that to God and you pray. You ask God to remove all those idols in your life. And I'm telling you, if Christians will just do what the Bible says and heed the warnings in the Bible and realize Jesus comes first and he is the answer and they will put him first, the culture will shift. It will move and it will change by the power of Jesus Christ. That will happen. But we have to change. I pray that this has been an encouragement to you. I pray you take time for God and put him first in all ways and all circumstances. If you're having trouble, pray. We need intercessors. We need people speaking the truth. But friend, I'm telling you. We got some serious, serious problems. We've got a problem with spiritual adultery where we have divided hearts and God is not going to honor that. God doesn't honor a divided heart. He corrects it. But he loves us. He wants to come alongside us and purify that out of our hearts. So we love him in purity and put him first. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes he he tests us. Put God first, period. No ands, no ors, no besides. He comes first, period. And he'll take care of the rest. He will move and change things like you've never seen. I promise you, he will. He is awesome. He is great. He is mighty. He is for you. But he will never honor a divided heart. Father God, I just come before you today and I ask you as Christians today, give us pure hearts for you, O oh God. Purify our nation. Make every crooked path Straight and anyone hearing this, I pray anything in their life, any idol that needs to be removed, I pray you would convict and we would repent of our sins, oh God. And you would purify our hearts so we serve you and you alone. We worship you and you alone, Lord God, and everything else is secondary. And we build upon the foundation of Jesus Christ. I pray and I ask these things in the precious holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Have a beautiful, wonderful, and great day. Bye-bye.